left. Making catch miss. DeAndre Swift. Touchdown, Georgia. What a run from DeAndre Swift. Minutemen five, Holyfield bounces out left. He's going to waltz into the end zone. He shredded a tackle at the six and untouched a light jog into the left front corner of the end zone. You fall, my pride. Don't ever need to apologize. Your lips unfold. Shaking pepper from the cold. You better learn to crawl. You better learn to crawl. Before I walk away. On the tech forty. Prom going deep. He's got Hardman breaking open. Touchdown over the shoulder in the end zone, running in stride. 44 yards. Touchdown, Georgia. Before I walk away. We got a lot to talk about, don't we? We do. I say a lot. I mean, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. They got the um, Kentucky game, which which won us the SEC East Championship. Beat Kentucky, beat them soundly. In the first half, we expect him to start to get some touches to get that speed on the edge. So the offensive touches are even, and now DeAndre Swift breaks it again. All the way to the sophomore from Philly, DeAndre Swift, 84 yards. Touchdown, Georgia. I watched the game at home. Where where'd you watch it at? I watched it in the fabulous Mandalay Bay. Oh, not that's the right. Second, but in the sports book. Got up early that Saturday. Got seats at 6.30 in the morning for Churchill Downs Breeders' Cup. That started out our Saturday, and it just trending right into college football. And it was awesome. It is great watching uh, UGA and Victory, which... That is my fourth or fifth year that I've been in Vegas for Georgia, watching Georgia, and we've won every time I've been in Vegas. Well, that's good. Let's keep that streak going. Well, like I've said, folks, get ready for our podcast listening audience. I will be starting a a GoFundMe (laughs) for all Atlanta sports. If I go to Vegas, we win. So I need you all to contribute for flights, a little bit of gambling money. A little bit of food, probably a lot of food. The dogs put an exclamation point on a dominant performance in Lexington, Kentucky. 34 to 17, Georgia over Kentucky. Glory, glory, the dogs will play for the SEC title again. Then we had the big Auburn game, yep. which was really, really nice. Win the East, go to Auburn. You know, when did I get my tailgate? I'm trying to think. Uh, the the sat- satellite. Satellite. <laughs> yeah, you had, uh, you had that all set up. That was a good tailgate. We, that was broke out the – we had the heat tent, so you could go in there where it was warm. And we had the regular tent because it was pretty cold that day. 
it's freezing. You guys, we we got there, of course, at our six thirty, six forty-five rendezvous time. Got there, got everything set up. It got twice as cold, I think, later in the day, and especially after the game. Y'all came back from the game, and we were already in the heat tent, and y'all look like, you know, there's people on Everest that have the tanks, <laughs> and parts of them are frozen. Like, I think your fingertips were turning black. Feels like a crisp November evening in Athens. We're under the lights tonight, and the temperature in the 40s. It was it was really good, uh, good atmosphere. Um, we had had a lot of beverages that day, so... Getting to the game's a little fuzzy for me. Don's got some good stories about me about dragging her onto the ground and holding That's... on to her hand really, really tight as we're walking. <laughs> but yeah, we got to the game, enjoyed it. But yeah, it was cold. Like I just remember being like my bones felt cold. And I don't think it was that cold. It was only like thirty it was in the thirties, but the wind was blowing and I don't think we were really prepared for that. So No, and the humidity when you get that cold like humidity it just cuts through you yeah and i was sitting there going we are at least in you know we're on chairs we have the et heaters out there we're in a heat tent and we were still not able to get comfortably warm so if y'all are sitting on because y'all don't take uh you don't take stadium seats in anymore right so you just sitting on the the aluminum seats good good cold metal and uh another thing like I went down before halftime. So, you know, our big fourth down play where we scored that long touchdown on fourth and two at the end of the second quarter. I missed that because I was in search of uh, Chick-fil-A sandwiches. From the Auburn 38-yard line, there's the snap. Here comes pressure in the pocket, throws it over the middle, caught at the 30, at the 20, at the 10, at the 5, touchdown on fourth down, Terry Godwin. So I was on the prowl for those, missed the biggest play of the game, and they were completely out of Chick-fil-A sandwiches. Before halftime, there was no hot chocolate, and all the food was gone, including Chick-fil-A and Papa John's pizza. From handoff, Swift. Swift breaks the tackle at 25, 30, changes directions, 40. Swift's got room over midfield, 45, 40. There he goes, 30, 20, 15, 10, near satellite, touchdown! Swift done it again! So, yeah, I missed the, the best play of the game, but... And didn't get any food either, so it was a double whammy. But good game. Good game. We took over and uh, coasted to the end. It really wasn't that nail-biting or anything. But, yeah, it's it's great to win comfortably. Yes, indeed it is. It's all about Georgia winning over Auburn tonight, 27-10. to 10. Only got bad things on my mind when I'm with you. And so it goes. We found our sweet disaster. In a river of champagne Speaking of comfortable wins, the UMass game was also fantastic. That UMass game. Oh my god. Wait, so there was a game? There was a game. What happened after 10.30 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Georgia and UMass for you this afternoon. Beautiful blue skies overhead. No threat of rain. Perfect weather for a fall afternoon of college football in Athens. We did the all-guys tailgate. 
None of the girls wanted to come see UMass because they were like, ah, it's going to be a blowout. We don't want to do that. So we were like, sweet. We'll just do an all-guys tailgate, get out get out there at 7 a.m., start tailgating for the 4 o'clock kickoff. Um, you guys got there, what, 645, and SEC Nation was in our spot. So you all had to negotiate with them about where we'd be. Um, and then we rolled in about, what, 715? Yeah, you weren't far behind. And then, so SEC Nation set up their camera in our tailgate. So there's several views of us as going in and out and stuff like that. It was pretty neat. Um, about 10 o'clock in the morning, a big group of UMass, I guess they were students, UMass students yeah. come rolling through well, the quad. I think, and, yeah, I think a couple of them were students and like one or two were alumni, like recent alumni. Yeah, so they, but they were all kids. Yeah, yeah. They come rolling through, and we're like, oh, my God, it's a unicorn. It's a UMass fan. <laughs> They're wearing UMass stuff. So we brought them over to our tailgate and, you know, gave them some drinks and food and stuff. And then next to us was a kind of a bigger group of Georgia fans that were more their age uh, demographic as opposed to us old middle-aged white dudes. So it they was. Kinda, they kind of intermingled and then brought us into the fold, too. I was Papa Bear, and you were just, I don't know if they had a nickname for you. He's going to throw again. Deep ball, right sideline. There's Mikkel over the shoulder catch at the 14 and into the end zone. Touchdown, Mikkel Hardman. But that was good times. And then I heard afterwards, I didn't witness it, but Shannon and Mike were standing in the tailgate. (laughs) And this is the best story of the day. Was they're just standing there talking, you know, about whatever, and then all of a sudden Chad comes running through the tailgate, grabs one of those cardboard trash cans, <laughs> pukes in the trash can, stands up, wipes off his mouth, goes running back out. To- 20, 20 seconds max of that whole transaction. <laughs> no wor- oh, man. No, How did no I words not were know said. this? <laughs> no words were said. It was just a quick in and out. That is outstanding. Oh, I thought that was a great story. It's good stuff. Yeah, UMass was definitely very rememberable and then a lot of no memory. Well said. Hypothetical, political, lyrical, miracle whip, just like butter. My rhymes are legit because I'm a Humpty. Not Humpty Dumpty, but Humpty Hump. Here a hump, there a hump, everywhere I'm Humpty Hump. Shut up and just listen. Not dissing, don't get me wrong. But to me, it's just the same old song. So just watch, because my name is Shock. I like to rock, and you can't stop this. Tupac, go ahead and rock this. Now I clown around when I hang around with the underground. Girls used to frown, say I'm down when I come around. Gas me, and when they pass me, they used to diss me. Harass me, but now they ask me if they can kiss me. Get some fame, people change, want to live. Life high, same song, can't go wrong if I play the nice guy Claiming fame must have changed now that we became strong I remain still the Why same, too? cause it's the same song And all around the world, it's the same song Same old song, y'all And all around the world, it's the same song It's Saturday in Athens And it's time to tee it up Between the hedges And then last week, Tech game Anytime you beat Tech, it's beautiful we all hate them with the white hot intensity of a thousand suns. God, don't we? Well, yeah, got there early for that one. Twelve o'clock kickoff. Mm. Had to get there early, and you know, thank goodness because we had to fight and claw <laughs> for our tailgate spot <laughs> in the rain. Yeah, us and three other people in a huge quad. Yeah, the thirty-five degrees and raining definitely scared off the tailgating crowd because it was our tent 
and then there was that one other big group of tents, and that was it. The entire <laughs> quad was completely empty. Marshall going to drop back, roll to the right, now back the other way. Won't stop him back at the 42. Big Jordan Davis, the freshman, has a little Marshall for lunch. I love that tailgate, man. It was so much. Once we got all settled in, I got really stressed because I thought I broke the satellite dish. And... Satellite. But, yeah, man, even though we didn't go into the game and it was cold, it was it was awesome. Yeah, I y'all had the heater all set up when we got back because, I mean, it was 38-7 to 7 at halftime. We scored every time we got the ball in the first half, which was just fantastic. Enjoyous to watch. Um, so we pretty much left after halftime, came back and watched second half with you guys and, and the way you had the tent set up and the TV and the chairs and the heater. I mean, it was like it was like heaven. It was yeah, warm, think- comfortable. It was nice. 13 of 16, four touchdown passes for Fromm. Since their loss against LSU, he's been playing out of his mind. Give Georgia's defense a lot of credit, too. Against the triple option, they held the Yellow Jackets to just 2.8 yards per carry. The What we scored every possession in the first half or something against Tech. Mm-hmm. But that put us, if I saw that statistic right, we scored 13 touchdowns in a row between UMass and Georgia Tech. I Is was that like, right? That- wow. With Jake Fromm in there, probably? Like the yeah. starting team? Yeah, that sounds about right. Wow, that's impressive. Let's just keep that rolling this weekend, too. Dogs win the 110th meeting of Georgia, Georgia Tech, and they do it impressively. Final today from Athens, Georgia 45, Tech 21. Here's problem preparing for Alabama. Uh, right now, enjoy this for the next couple of hours, but, you know, soon you got to flip that switch soon. You know, it's coming. Uh, we're going to be ready. We're going to be working, uh, but right now, try to enjoy it. You know, obviously, Georgia's a very, very good team. We're just friends. So don't go look at me with that gold in your eye. You really ain't going away without a fight. You can be reasoned, but don't, don't be impolite. I've told you once, you me for five, six thousand times. Haven't I made it obvious? the opportunity to play uh, in the SEC championship game. I think it's uh, a credit to the seniors on this team to be able to go to this game, you know, two years back-to-back. Sometimes it can be diff- difficult to do, um, and it's an honor to be in it, playing, you know, one of the hottest teams in the country, one of the best teams in the country, and we know a lot about them. They know a lot about us, but they've got a great team. I don't think anybody would argue that. They've got very few deficiencies in any area. Uh, talented quarterback, explosive offense, and first thing you notice when they turn turn the tape on is how fast and how much they score. Um, and they play some good teams in our conference, and they still score a lot of points. Defensively, they've gotten better throughout the year. Got a really good football team, and uh, we'll be focused on our team this week, and we'll be working really hard to be at our best, and uh, our best will be needed. We'll have to play well on special teams, defense, and offense, and uh, that'll be our goal. You know, obviously, Georgia's a very, very good team. All right, so we talk about – Big Bad Bama coming into town on Saturday. So they look, uh, well, pretty much every game this year, they've looked pretty unbeatable. But that's why they tee it up, man. You look at Georgia and Alabama's schedule, there's still no doubt Alabama on paper and the eye test, they're going to be tough to beat. Mm -hmm. But 
outside of LSU, and I know it's easy to say, well, that's great, outside of whatever, but, and we were at their place, of course, Alabama was too, but we just, that was Jake Fromm's worst game, our defensive line, and I just, it was it was kind of a collapse. I don't think LSU was all that much better. Yeah, that I think uh, the guys on the sports talk in Atlanta, I heard them talking this week, and they were like, if Georgia played LSU today 10 times, we'd probably win 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Which that sounds about right. I think we're a far better team, and but hey, that's why they play the game. Same thing, like this that could happen to us this week. Alabama's well, probably better on paper, and certainly better in the eye test. But we could easily, you know, get things rolling, and you never yeah. know. I'm excited about it. You know, I also look at it this way: no telling what the score is <laughs> going to be, but I genuinely think we are the only team that has a legitimate shot of beating them. I guess we have the tightest spread that there's going to be the tightest spread there's going to be the other three teams outside Alabama. We have the best chance of beating them. Clemson's pretty good, but they've played nobody. They played, they have not played a top 10 team all year long. So you just don't know. I mean, they might be great. They might not be, who knows, but they got a freshman quarterback and their defense, which is supposed to be their, you know, calling card is they give up tons of yards and tons of points. So I, I wouldn't be worried about Clemson. I just, oh, just salivate at the thought of playing Notre Dame. That would just be joyous because we would crush them like the tiny bug that they are. I totally then, agree. <laughs> totally agree. Why they get in there, they're getting in because they're Notre Dame. There's no way you can tell me they're one of the top four teams in the country. And maybe they are, but they were a far distant four then. All right. So, uh, let's have your prediction. Unfortunately, I think the spread is about – I think Vegas has got this one right. It opened up at 13, and now it's 13 and a half. So people are going with Alabama. I think it's going to be uh, – I think it's going to be 14, 14 spread. So I don't know. I'm going to go with 35 to um, 21. 35-21? I don't, I don't see them scoring 40 and 50 on us. I just – I just – I don't see it because even if they're doing something we weren't expecting, they may get a touchdown or two off of it. But we're pretty good about clamping down on that kind of stuff. So I don't see them killing us just by getting that much points. I just mm-hmm. think as a total team, they're two touchdowns better. Hmm. So, yeah, I think my prediction is I think Georgia gives them a fight because we're really good and we're built like they are and you know they'll have to fight and scratch and claw. But I think at the end of the day, they're just going to win out. But I think we will cover. So I'm thinking 30 to 24, 30 to 20, something like that. You know, you'd look at, watch Tua when he does that little RPO, fakes it to the running back, and then either hits the guy on the slant or he hits the deep post or he hits the deep out. Or even if you stop him 20 times, at least once or twice, he's going to hit one of those plays. It's just, he's too accurate and too. He's just too good. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> I hate him, but he is, man, because you're right. Every angle, God dang him. We're playing Alabama now, and we got to go play our best game. And what we've done in the past doesn't guarantee any future success. We, we know how good they are. We played them less than a year ago. So we know it's got a, got a good football team, and they do a good job. We're excited about representing the SEC East and going to Atlanta and play. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's talk about the French real quick. I will tell you this. I think their fries are highly overrated, and there's no way they came up with that. It's too good to be French. That's right. 
And now Dawn bought her Christmas present recently. It was a La Quisette cookware. You ever heard of that? Uh, I, no, I'm I'm dumber now from hearing it. But what is it about? I don't know. It's some fancy French cookware that, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? We hate the French." The like, hell? This is French cookware's awesome. I'm like, okay, whatever. So oh, I hate the should... French for their expensive cookware. There you go. That's it. All right. All right. Good dogs. The dog pound. The dog pound. Dog pound. The dog pound. Dog pound. Face down on the ground. We got, got this ritual, you know it's real. Do the dog pound, here's how you feel. Take a bottle in your hands, no need for a cup. Tilt the bottle back, let's finish it up. Dr. Wets with the melon. Apple for Shabon. CW gets nice with Blue Hawaiian. We're all Barbara missed us. Wherever we go, we bring dog pound with us. Stevie drinks three. But Trish loves Boone's most definitely. We do, do the dog pound and we rock well. And Dakota and Addis is where I dwell. The dog pound. The dog pound, dog pound. The dog pound, dog pound, put you on the ground. Step into the circle, take a look around. Some friends, some strangers, some new in town. Pick a bottle from the lip. Get right to it. It's a strawberry. Yeah, we went went right through it. She's got a fuzzy navel. She knows it's cool. Fuck the bottle in the middle, it's an empty room. He will down mango in a single goal. And she will drink them all and get beat to a pulp. Jim, Lana, Jamie, Crystal. Drink, drink, chug, chug. Oh, we're blissful. The booze and the cheers keeping us in the trance. You get tipsy. You just might dance. You take it. You tilt it. You drink it. You spill it. We love Dog Pound when you just can't beat it. We got the bottle. Don't need a cup. Come on, everybody, let's get drunk. The Dog Pound, Dog Pound. The Dog Pound, Dog Pound. Face down in the ground. The Dog Pound. The Dog Pound, Dog Pound. The Dog Pound, Dog Pound. Face down in the ground. The Dog Pound. pound. 